What are we talking about? What do you think of Justin Bieber and Lady Gaga and the new people? Well, different strokes for different folks. I make music, so. What are we talking about? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Because I do you look think good. that is? You I look smell good. good. I yes. feel good. And make love good. Oh. What are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? I'm going to say I feel good. Yeah. I mean, how silly is that? I and mean, we're talking about... I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Where's that cocaine? And I said, if it ever was here, it ain't here no more. And we're talking about. Right on. Well, this is the Talk About Art podcast uh, on the Sean V Planet channel. And you can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, uh, BitChute, YouTube. And you can find all of my Talk About Art podcasts specifically because my podcast channel can be a little bit of a mess sometimes uh, <laughs> with everything else I have going on. But you can find the Talk About Art podcast specifically on my website, seanvplanet.com. There's a drop-down Excellent. link on there. And I'm here today with KB. <laughs> the KB. Um, That's right. You can follow her on all the social media stuff, at the KB. And you can find her music on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and thekb.com. That's right. And I love that you, I need to start using this myself, but I love that you have a link tree. Is that how yeah. you say that? So yeah, yeah, you can find exactly all right. the links. It's like, it condenses all of her links. If you want to just find yep. everything about her, it's um, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash V-K-B. That's T-H-E-K-A-Y-B-E. Yeah, I love yes. that. I need to be better and more organized and do that myself instead of ramble on my podcast for five minutes about. <laughs> it, took, it took years. It took years and guidance from others. So you're not alone. <laughs> That's it. And um, from what I gather, from what I've gathered from my, my sleuthing and my researching, you are a singer, songwriter, lover, pianist, class, and sass. Is that true? Heck yeah, it's yeah. all true. <laughs> no rumor, it's all true. Know, yeah. <laughs> yes, so I'm correct. My sleuthing paid off. Okay, it did. Uh, <laughs> but my first question for you is, who are you? Well, that's besides sass and class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Well, I mean, gosh, how do I even answer that? Um, I am a exactly everything that you said living currently in los angeles right now um i think that i'm pretty no i'm i'm uh i think i'm um i was gonna say i think i'm pretty easygoing then i go oh no no not so much and then i'm like oh yeah i am i'm pretty much the polar opposite i i, I can be one or the other there's no in between um of everything so i'm either super super happy or i'm super super sad or i'm super super you know like easy going or I'm super, super fiery. And I think that comes with being a creative. So I'm sure yeah. you and many others can relate to that. So, um, yeah, everyone has a different kind of crazy. So there's that. <laughs> I am the old, yeah. I mean, but, but yeah. Hey, I mean, it sounds good in the songs, right? So that's, oh, it all pays yeah. off. it's all worth something, right? Um, absolutely. I am just some things, I guess I'm the oldest of eight. So I have four younger sisters and three younger brothers. So that was always a circus, and it still is a circus. And I think that probably contributes to a lot of the craziness, the chill, you know, methodical craziness in my life. So that's fun. What else do I like? I like to work out. 
because it makes me feel strong. And honestly, it's the only thing I can control in my life. I yep. also like puzzles. I like pizza and ice cream. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's pretty much the most important thing about me is that I like pizza. So I'm just kidding. If you ever do get me, if you ever do get me on a fiery day, then just give me pizza with pineapple or ice cream with rainbow sprinkles and I'm happy. And it is that easy. I love that. I love that I, I love that I now know I can bribe you with pizza. <laughs> it's that easy. It is that easy. I'm serious. <laughs> I also love that you're a fan of pineapple on pizza because I am oh also gosh. a fan of pineapple on pizza, but it is a contentious internet debate. It is, but I'm glad that you and I can continue this interview because otherwise we wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, now that that's out of the way and we're both normal people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I love that. Um, Yeah, I've been trying to experiment with other fruit on pizza and it doesn't go so well. (laughs) I was going to say, I've never actually ventured to that. I know what I like, but I'm impressed with you and I'm going to trust you on that. (laughs) Don't try mangoes, oranges, or apples. They actually are not good, contrary to popular Understood. I will not do that. Pineapple is good enough for me. Yeah, pineapple's amazing, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, But who and where was KB at age six? Ooh. Um, That is an awesome question. In all the freaking interviews I've done, I have never gotten that. And you know what? I'll tell you. (laughs) I was probably... I don't know why this is so easy for me to answer, but it is so easy for me to answer. I was probably laying out in my backyard in a little tiny kid's swimming pool on my stomach with my legs in the air like the Little Mermaid singing the Little Mermaid songs. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's probably what I was doing, and I could pretty much say that with 100% certainty. And vivid, I have those memories vividly. So if you want to know where my inspirations come from, it is from the <laughs> Disney soundtracks. And I'm sure it all love makes that. sense now if you've heard the songs. <laughs> yeah, hmm. love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I love it. And who and where is KB in the year 2025? The year is 2025. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Another really great question that I'm not sure I can answer so easily. Um, (laughs) hmm, Let's see. KB is probably, oh my gosh, ideally has a house in Los Angeles and Nashville. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. I love Nashville, but I, I, you know, when I left Nashville uh, six years ago, I always said, I'm not leaving Nashville for good. And now that I'm out in LA, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could leave LA for good. So I think yeah. the best of both worlds would be having, having that somewhere to move backwards and forth. So I could be close to my family and close to the music scene in Nashville, but also never leaving the beach and the, you know, the soul like freeing atmosphere out here on the coast. Not so much in the city, but anyway. Um, so definitely having that. That way I can experiment still and still create music the way I'm doing it today. Um, except for just with more people. I mean, I don't want to leave Los Angeles either because there's just so many people that I've made so many wonderful things with. So yeah. in 2025, I just imagine that I've had, I've continued to build my network of wonderful creatives and humans that we continue to make and create art with. Um, hopefully on a larger scale, you know, the reason being just because, you know, we create for each other and yep. the more people that could reach the better. So, I mean, not, not so much for any, anything else, but just the, the, the idea that, you know, the more, the more people that you can reach, the more people that you can touch, the more people you can relate to, 
you know, and the more effective you can be. And that's the whole point of art anyway. So I just hope in 2025, I'm still doing exactly what I'm doing, except for on a greater scale. And, and, um, and of course, improving, because I, I hope that as a creative, you're always improving and just changing because life changes and things change. So I hope that's kind of where I am. That was a little bit more deep than I expected to go. Oh, no. But <laughs> I mean, on a lighter, on a lighter level, I hope I still. Um, I hope the pizza hasn't caught up with me, and I hope that you know. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a dog. So that's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, well, a couple questions related to LA. Um, where where is good pizza in LA? Because oh I, gosh. I'm from San Diego, and I've spent a lot of time in LA. Oh um, my gosh! You but know I what? can't find. I don't know anywhere where there's good pizza. Like when you start comparing I, it to other places in the country, it's like, man, it, we really don't you're do pizza. Absolutely well. right. Oh my gosh! Literally, you're speaking my yes. You're speaking <laughs> the conundrum and the trouble that there is because honestly. <laughs> It like, it's true. And I, I'm telling you, I eat so much pizza and I go everywhere, but there has not been one spot where I've been like, this is the place. Yeah. And so anyone that's, anyone that's a pizza maker from Los Angeles that's hearing me and is not happy with me right now, you know, show me the difference, you know, show me, show me the way. Yeah, but um, be wrong. Yeah. I mean, there are so many places that I've been in the country and even outside of LA that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best pizza place ever. And you'll have to tell me about San Diego. But as far as LA, <laughs> gosh, honestly, LA is so much about the atmosphere, to be honest. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So you go into a place and it's like, oh, how's the atmosphere? Oh, you get to create your own thing. I think, honestly, you know, I'm like a, you know, I'm not like a thin crust kind of girl. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love all pizza. It's just not my absolute favorite. If I was having a last meal, it wouldn't be the last. I, I, I would choose the thick. But you know what? We went to this place. I think it was called like, oh my gosh, I had to figure out the proper degree. I, I don't remember the degree. It's like 500 and something degrees. And it's this like little hole in the wall, like run down. You would never guess. And it was so good. And yeah. I don't know if it was so good because the clerk was so good or the pizza was so good. No, I take that back. They were both so wonderful. <laughs> but I went, I went in there with my boyfriend and we were going to get pizza to go. And he said, Absolutely not. I will not let you leave this place until you have a bite of it here fresh out of the oven because it's just not the same and you need to understand the entire experience. And anyway, he proceeded to talk us into the best pizza ever. We got like a traditional pizza and then we got like um probably like a barbecue chicken like pizza or something like that. And we got two whole pies. Yes, we did eat the entire two pies while we were standing there in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. And it was honestly phenomenal. So I need to find out the degrees before this interview is over. So you guys, <laughs> if you're in LA, you can find it. But that is probably, I will say, if you're here, you have to try that. And you'll walk in and you'll think, am I in the right spot? And the answer is yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, yes. Just walk in the door. Trust me. Just don't look Don't look at just the outside. Maybe don't look at the outside. Maybe have yeah. on you. Just... <laughs> Exactly. Don't look at the app. And it's so small too. I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, they probably can't even have more than one customer in there now because the whole distancing thing. But it's worth it. Just wait in the line outside and just, yeah, it's so funny though. It is so funny. But they will not, it's so funny. They will not let you take your pizza to go until you've taken one bite. It's so funny. I love that. I'm like, you know what? Hey, you gotta, yeah, you gotta represent the integrity of the pizza, you know? I love it. Especially with LA traffic, like you don't want to oh. like wait an hour and a half to get home to. Uh... It's true. <laughs> You're right. 
I know the thing about, so like two thoughts that popped in my head are, um, so like Southern California, I don't know why they can't do pizza well overall, but they do all of the other food so well. You're so right about that. The best Italian (laughs) food, the best Asian food, the best, you know, just everything. All the Mexican food, the Hispanic Latin food. Yeah, you're right. It's really true. Why can't they just do pizza? It's so simple. It's like the easiest one. Absolutely. (laughs) You know what? The thing is about LA, and I'll tell you. You're right. And I'm like, the thing is about LA, and like sometimes it works, but sometimes you just need to leave well enough alone, you know? They want to just, you know, it's like with cocktails. It's like they try to like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing LA. I love it. You know what I mean? But I just like, you know, yeah. they try to just complicate what is just simply the way it is. You yeah. know, you don't need to do anything That's to an old fashioned. You don't yeah. need to do anything to a margarita. It is the way it is. And so when it comes to pizza, you don't need to fuse it. You don't need to do this fusion thing with anything else. You don't need to create. <laughs> we like it because it is what it is. So don't touch it. Just do it, you know? And that is the deal. That is the thing. Yeah. I the don't fusion, know. The but, fusion thing is key. Yeah, that's every other corner there's a fusion something. Yes, and sometimes it works, but with pizza, just leave well enough alone. <laughs> yeah. And I will also say that the rule of thumb that me and my friends had for like Mexican food was the grosser the place, the better the food. True and that. Uh, it's 100%. like weirdly true. Like if you're not from there, you don't know, but it's like our theory, our, our running theory was that they're so worried about making good food that they don't care about yeah. like cleaning their bathrooms. Oh, like, absolutely. Like, <laughs> and like we need and all hands honestly, on deck to make so this true. carne asada. We can't spend all 10 minutes cleaning deck. a bathroom, you know? <laughs> absolutely. We cannot spread ourselves too thin to do anything, but that's the truth. And it's like, because they're so busy serving that good food, they yeah. don't have time to do anything else. And it's like, you know what? There's truth in that. Okay, yeah. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of weird. You have to like break your mind down to uh, understand the science behind that. But it's so true. You do. And you just have to be okay with it. You have to say, listen, I might not be going to the bathroom this trip, but I am going to have the best time. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And if you can get over that, then you will enjoy it. And if not, then you shouldn't be there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go to go to go to the chains where they clean the bathroom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, That's and right. Also, like, why did you move from Nashville to LA originally? What sparked that? Move? Well, that is a good question. It is a good question, and it's ironic because when I was in Nashville, um, the scene was predominantly um, country, obviously, and Christian music, which yep. both of which I like, but I just wasn't doing that. I was writing more pop music. And at the time, seven years ago, I would have classified it as like bubblegum pop. Obviously, yep. pop changes every day and every year and every whatever. <laughs> right? So yep. what is pop anyway? And pop certainly wasn't what yeah. it was when I left Nashville seven years ago. However, so I came out here to do more pop music and just to connect with more like pop songwriters and pop producers and just other people and creatives out here that were kind of doing the same exact thing as me. And so I move out here. I create music for the last seven years, you know, go through the pop journey, write a lot, experience a lot, and then come to the year 2020 and late last year, 2019, I am releasing Americana pop music, LOL, because I moved away from Nashville (laughs) and now I'm right back to where I started. But you know what? That's part of the journey sometimes. And, and it's really, you know, I'm so thankful because if I didn't come out here, honestly, like I would never, I know my music would never be where it is and all the, you know, visual and audio art that I've created. Like I have everything to 
thank for the people I've been working with out here. And honestly, I feel like I've learned so much, you know, as a, as a human and about culture and sociological things in my last seven years out here in LA than I ever have in my life. So I'm thankful for all those experiences, but it's just funny how, you know, I went through that whole musical journey and then all of a sudden, you know, here I am releasing Americana music, which is exactly, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, but I like to say Americana pop because yeah. it really is, is, is it, it spans multi-genres. And honestly, I've had a lot of trouble with that. Um, just finding commercial value in the last couple of years and it really bothered me. And so I really tried to like hone in music to be more like what was on the radio. And that never really works when you try to be something other than what you are. Absolutely. And so, um, I really just with these last um, couple songs that I've released and all the songs that I've yet to release, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what I hear, what I feel in my head and what is super authentic to me and it will find its place. And it's of course done better than any of my other songs. <laughs> like, But also like I also, you know, you know, I don't want to discredit all the work that I've done over the last couple years that just because the song hasn't reached as many plays as, you know, the previous ones doesn't mean that wasn't building and, you know, those aren't building blocks to get me to where I am today. So it all is part of the journey. You can't take out any specific part and expect to be where you are. So I'm thankful for all of it. And I'm happy that, you know, I went through all of it because that's, that's what, that's what it, that's what makes you who you are today and stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's originally why I moved out here from Nashville. But I like to say that this is like a nice blend of California country, I guess you could say. Yeah. Because it's not really, it's not even country what you hear on the country radio. Even <laughs> I don't classify, like, I definitely don't classify my music as country. But I think it's yeah. just more, when I say Americana, it's just more raw and more organic and authentic to the real instruments. Um, and then there's still those pop melodies and the dreamy vocals with the reverb and the, you know what I mean? So it's yep. a, it's a yep. good blend of it all. So, I mean, but that's, that's what it is. It's creating something. I'm not trying to be like something. I'm trying to create something. So who cares if it spans a couple <laughs> of genres, right? Yep. Who cares? So that's, 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 that's that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Can you describe your art in one word or one sound? Oh, <laughs> like that wasn't the sound, but it might be. It might be. No, I'm yeah. just getting. Oh, let's Ooh, see, one word. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. You know, I like that. 
Ooh. Um, <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So there's the sound. Um, one word. <laughs> one word. Oh my gosh. Um, well, wow, that is an impossible question. Hmm. Hmm. There's another sound for you. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Clip it, sound, repeat it. Yes. It. Here it is. <laughs> um, if I could mesh some words together and create a word. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Um, I will allow hyphens and I will allow fake phony words as well. Yeah. Pseudo, I love that. Pseudo words. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, cool. Bunker classy. <laughs> yeah. Easy. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I love cannot that. answer that question. The, that. the word that I describe it is a blank space. That's what I'm that that's it. I'm yeah. using a blank space. You fill in the blank. Undefined, yeah. Undefined. <laughs> there you go. That was so good. <laughs> oh no. Everyone have trouble answering that question. Yes. That's yes. Like, yeah. Like, oh my. Oh my gosh. That's asking an artist to <laughs> pin down their whole lives' work in one word. That's that's yeah. hilarious. Okay. I need to it be is, better about that. So blank I space. Ask some of these questions because they are impossible, and I just <laughs> it's almost like an oh experiment. Gosh, I'm wrong. It's like, can you yeah. possibly take your entire life's work and summar- summarize it in one word? And it's kind of impossible to do, but it's just a funny question. Yeah, to ask. it is. Impossible. Exactly. Well, hey, thanks for trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. This is also one of those impossible questions, but uh, what is art? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Like, oh, gosh, art is also a blank space, yeah. literally, because you can put anything in it and it's not right and it's not wrong. And it's, it's, it's just, it's expression. And I think that art Honestly, like it has to be one of the most important things that we have in this world. And I'll tell you why. I'm sure you already know. But it's just ironic because nobody wants to, you know, no, I don't want to say nobody. I take that back. Okay, let me start over. Art is one of the most important things in this world. And it's so undervalued on the surface. But I know that everyone subconsciously and obviously consciously, like art is what we cling to. And it's the reason it's what we, it's what we live for. Cause we all are artists, even, you know, even if you're not singing or painting or dancing, like we're all creating something. We're all creating a, a life. We're creating a living. We're creating, you know, memories. We're creating you know, stances and, and passion and things we believe in and, and, and we're creating those visions for ourselves and for other people. And art is just like, it's just a visualization. It's just, it's tangible, but it's not tangible. It's something that we can see and experience and hear with our senses. And it's really, it's there, not for selfish reasons, but it's there so that we, can connect and learn and live with other people because this world is not, you know, you can't live alone. Like we, none, no human can live by themselves. We're all good for different things. We're all good because we're human, but we're all, we all have different strengths and weaknesses and that's why we have to live together as a community. Um, We each fill in the blanks where we, 
we are, fall short and when, you know, we lift each other up when that's our strength. And art is literally just the epitome and the emphasizer of that. It literally just puts into sounds and words and visualizations what we can't say or what we just feel, you know what I mean? And art is like, it's just, it's just a way to learn and grow and connect with others. You know, we're having a bad day. We're having a good day. We have success. We have failures. You know, we have dreams, we have whatever. And art literally just helps us be human about it. You know, it helps us just dive into our human natural feelings. You know, we can't have work. We can't have a society without being human and art is just the embellishment of that and and you know I think it's so important for us to dive into it because that's what that's how we learn that's how we grow I love that. whether people realize it or not that's that's what art is so I don't know was that possible that I did I possibly answer that question <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that yeah definitely yeah. yay uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm like blown away. I'm like, whoa, oh. <laughs> like, I also, I'm also so, I'm a, let me tell you, like, I am such a, I mean, gosh, I mean, obviously, first of all, I'm a girl, but second of all, like, I'm a songwriter, so, like, I love words, and I use way too much of them, and I talk so much all the time, but that's why I no, absolutely I like love live, like, or, like, audio interviews. I'm like, oh, this is so great. I don't have to type this out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can just say it. Yeah. And, that's like a and it is what it is. Like, I don't go back. Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I don't have to go back and re manipulate and edit the words. Like, it is what it is. I'm like, okay, you heard it. That's what I said. <laughs> Love it. Um, and if your life had a mixtape, what would the name of it be? Oh, well. Hmm. KBs, ups, downs, highs, lows, and everything in between. Ooh, well, yeah, I, I don't know. There's something. Yeah, yeah take it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, when was your first ever live performance? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's go back to The Little Mermaid. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that was a before um, or after The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, let's see. I'm like, okay, so I'm like, uh, live performance, not including my – yeah, my showers and all my 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 home walls. Um, I sang. Almost, honestly, it defined me. Like literally, as I was growing up, people were like, "Oh, you're the girl that you know." So it was. Uh, I think I was in first grade, and I sang "Part of Your World" in a Little Mermaid costume for oh, the yeah. variety show. And I tell you what, from then on, it was always "You're the girl that sang Mermaid," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, you know, that was me." So I did that as a first grader in front of my school, and it, that's who I was for the rest of my five years there. But that was yeah. my first live performance. But you know what? It's so funny. It, it, it ended up getting me jobs, like, for years. I'm serious. Like, really? like people were like, oh, you sing Mermaid. Oh, you sing Mermaid. Can you come and do a party for my daughter? Or can you come and, can you come and sing awesome. this for this? For, yeah, can you do this? And I'm like, okay, sure. I'm a first grader. I'm growing, and I'm only in fifth grade, and I'm doing these things. But honestly, it was hilarious, and that was my first live performance. So that is the end. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't put that on air though, because that might violate some child labor laws. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Don't put that on the air. IRS uh, earmuffs, earmuffs, IRS. Don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh, I have a case I never even knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and what was your worst ever live performance? Oh gosh, um, I can answer. I mean, how long do you have? Because I've had quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, Any I mean, just memorable moments all... where you're just you're just begging for it to end, and it's like the minutes just feel like hours. And honestly, like, oh my gosh, like I can I can think of a few, quite a few, but just for the sake of time. I will, this wasn't so much a live performance, but in, in, uh, I went to Belmont University in Nashville and any creative, I mean, anyone that's of the performance arts understands we have to do juries at the end of a semester, which basically just means that you've, you know, worked your whole semester preparing your entire catalog. And then at the end you have to go sing. It's essentially a final, but for a singer or a pianist or whatever, and so I pre prepared like 10 songs and I went into my jury where I stand in front of all the teachers in college of that major. So, you know, it's pretty intimidating and it is your entire grade. And I was also struggling. So side note, I was also struggling with the whooping cough. I was um, uh, healing from that. So my voice, like, it's so hard to describe, but it just wasn't cooperative. And I just had so many, you know, ups and downs with that. And I, some days I could sing, sing some days I couldn't. I mean, obviously it wasn't to the strength, but literally like I would open my mouth sometimes and like it would just come out in a different key or like I just couldn't stay on the pitch or my tone just wasn't there and it was just awful. So anyway, my voice teacher, God bless him, love him. And he always had the best intentions, but we finally had had a breakthrough like in like, you know, the week or two prior to that performance. Well, anyway, so I went into my jury to sing my song and I started singing and it just wasn't working. Like it just, oh, no. my voice was just not sitting I knew I wasn't even singing in the key. Like I couldn't help it. Like my voice, the chords just couldn't do what I was asking it to do. But it was so humiliating because in the <laughs> middle of it, my teacher stood up and he was like, what's going on? Like, and he just like was like oh, standing no. up in front of all the other teachers, like just looking around. He's like, what's going on? And he was like apologizing on my behalf to the other teachers. And he was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, we literally just worked on this the other day. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, I knew it was awful. I just didn't know it was that awful. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as the pianist, like, as the pianist is still playing and as I'm still singing, like, and he's just like, what's happening? He goes, what? Why are you? Oh, my gosh. Like, and he was so embarrassed. And that's why I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's one thing for me to be embarrassed. But, like, this guy is, like, so embarrassed. He goes, I don't know why my student is up there and she can't even sing in the key. How did she even get into this program? Like, it was Ooh, so wow. bad. And I will never forget the look on his face. I can see it right now. And he's just like, what is happening? And it was <laughs> absolutely humiliating and I don't know. I it was it was something I will never be able to describe. But hopefully you have an idea. Like imagine your most embarrassing moment, and then imagine somebody else on the side going, "I have to apologize for this person. They have absolutely no idea what they're doing." They're like this will never end, and I'm also not going to get a good grade. So, but whatever. Yeah, there's also Definitely stakes involved. It's also your. Uh... <laughs> it was so awful. It, the whole college experience, honestly, it's so funny. Like I learned so much from it, but it wasn't there that I learned it. It's like years later when my voice has finally healed and I'm finally able to do the things that we were trying to do. I'm like, oh, I'm finally learning now. But the whole experience itself was so humiliating. It's just like being injured, like having a sprained ankle on the sideline and you want to go in because you know you know how to play basketball or soccer. You know you can do it, but you can't do it because you're 
were injured. And, and that's how I felt the whole time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, all these people are singing around me. And honestly, they think, I mean, honestly, I just felt like they all were looking at me going, how the hell did this girl get into this program? Like, how did she like, cause I just thought it was so awful and it was so embarrassing. Like all the times I got, I'm like, I can't even do this. I can't do this. So anyway, it was the whole college experience to me really. But anyway, yeah, that's the next, that was one of my worst um, performances of life for sure. <laughs> or forgetting your own words. That's fun. That's kind of fun. Yeah, your own words is bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've done that multiple times and I'm literally just like, oh guys, let's start the song over, LOL. And then it's like starting over and I'm like, no, seriously, I cannot remember the words. Like, okay, we're going to, it's just so embarrassing, but <laughs> whatever. I'm like, you guys didn't know you were coming out to a comedy show tonight, but here we are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Surprise. This is comedy. Surprise. Yeah, exactly. It's just got you. Oh yeah. Anyway, it is what it is. It's part of live performance. Yeah. Well, you learn. Yeah. Tri trial and error. You learn, you get better. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I'm waiting for the day where I'm like, oh, I've learned everything I could possibly learn. Everything's perfect now. But that's just not it. That's never going to happen. So. Yeah, that won't. Yeah. <laughs> Stay don't, tuned. More, don't yeah, wait more for bad that. stories. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't wait around for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, well, do you want to tell my listeners a little bit about your battle against the whooping cough? Yeah, sure. So I actually, it's so funny. I. It's not funny, but it is. But, I, it, you know, it was kind of like... Um, looking you know, back, it's I, funny, yeah. Looking back, it is funny. <laughs> well, the whooping cough... Yeah, I mean, the whooping cough itself, like, I was... So, before I went into high school, you know you guys always have to get your booster shots or whatever. So, I wanted to get my booster shot. For some odd reason, they decided to take the whooping cough, or which is known as pertussis, out of the booster shot because they thought it was eradicated. Well, it wasn't, and I got it. So... Um, oh, wow. There was a case. Yeah, there was like nine people in the state that literally got it. And we were all on a list. Like, these people are not allowed into the school. They're not allowed anywhere. So it was almost like the coronavirus, but not really. But in the sense <laughs> where it was like, my name was on a list. Yeah, like my name the was on a list. coronavirus. Not allowed. Yeah, it was. It was mine. So I was essentially, yeah, I was essentially quarantined. I was not allowed back into school until my name was taken off that list. And there was a certain amount of time. Anyway, so the whooping cough itself, like, I mean, my body felt fine, but the second you start coughing, it's just like awful. And it took like, I mean, coughs, no matter what are, um, horrible on your vocal cords. Um, um, but this cough, oh my gosh, it lasted for months and it lasted forever. Like I wasn't contagious that whole time, of course, but it lasted, oh my gosh, forever. And I would even say like at least two to three years after having the cough, like having the actual um, contagious whooping cough, like you still have the cough and you never really get rid of the cough. I'm really like a professional at holding in coughs now <laughs> because I right. like will not damage my vocal cords. But whenever you have a cough attack, it's that cough that comes back and it really is like a whoop and you can't breathe and whatever. Anyway, long story short, that absolutely just thrashed my vocal cords. I mean, imagine going to a like a rock and roll concert or something and just screaming your guts out. And, you know, you can't speak for the next three days. Well, that's how it was for a long time for me. And then once I healed and I could speak again, like my voice and my cords were still so 
damaged. And then I continued to, I mean, being just like a freaking, a freshman in high school, not understanding how to really let your voice heal. I'm like, oh, I can kind of sing again. It's not great, but I can make noise. And I didn't want to miss out on all my choir. I didn't want to miss out on all my performances and singing with the show choir. And and I was also a cheerleader, which is the worst thing I could have done for my voice. I'm like, I don't don't regret it, but I do. Like, I don't regret it, but I, I mean, it just took a toll on my voice. So Let's just say I used to be able to sing, you know, like, oh my gosh, at least five octaves. I think five octaves was my range on the piano and the whooping cough just took that away. And I couldn't, I couldn't belt, I couldn't sing above like an A, like I couldn't, like um, a middle A on the piano. And anyone that understands might understand that. But anyway, so it took a full (laughs) 10 years. It took a full 10 years to... um, regain everything I had lost. And so people like, don't think that I was mute the whole time because I wasn't, but I had, I mean, if you listen to certain performances, like versus what I can do now, like you'll understand. But some people are like, Oh, I never knew you had that. And I'm like, no, you didn't know that. You just thought I sucked. But (laughs) you know, but I mean, it's just when your vocal cords are so swollen and inflamed like that, they don't, if you know how the vocal cords work, they don't bounce together and vibrate together properly. So you don't have that control over them because they're so swollen. There's nothing they can do because they're so fat. You know, there, what do you mean? You're, there is no control. There's no agility and your vocal cords aren't coming together completely. And that means there's just air slipping in when there's not supposed to be. There's no power behind it because there's nothing powerful it can it can push through to work because it's so swollen it's just like a an ankle injury or or or, you know a wrist if it's inflamed you can't move it the way it's supposed to you can't put the pressure on it the way it's supposed to and if you never let it heal it never can perform properly and so even still today like i mean i i feel like i'm just like gosh uh so 10 years so i mean i would say over like the last three years i've not only so I finally came back to my full fullness of what I was able to do before the whooping cough and then I started to learn again and then I could start to improve and to to be more and be better than what I was before do you know what I mean yeah. so yeah. so um gosh I mean even like every day I'm like doing vocal warm-ups and I feel like I'm a sixth grader in the choir class and I'm like oh <laughs> I'm retraining like I'm literally I'm like I'm retraining my voice to do what I was doing in sixth grade so that I can just continue to build and build and build and I just feel like I've started from square one almost, but honestly, at least I'm doing it right. At least I'm doing it healthy, but there were so many bad habits and I'm still trying so hard to break so many bad habits or just habits that I you know, did while I was suffering and healing from that because I couldn't belt at all. I mean, 10 years, you listen to anything I recorded, I had absolutely no belt and I never, ever, ever did that. I mean, seriously, like if anyone doubts me, go back and listen to anything, you'll never hear it because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And so now still, I'm like, gosh, I feel like I'm so behind because I'm just retraining and, and, and just now starting to build the power behind that, you know, only three years. And so I feel behind, but you know what? We all have our obstacles. We have all, all of our yeah. things that we need to grow from and stuff. But, um, you know, every day I'm doing vocal exercises and everyone should be doing that anyway, you know, if they're trying <laughs> to get better. But, um, you know, honestly, it's an opportunity. I look back on it as an opportunity because who knows if I would have ever really gone back to re-hone and retrain and really perfect the way I did, you know, but it's like, gosh, the way I speak, like, and stuff like that, I just, I, I still have to be so, so, so careful because my cords are so fragile. I mean, and like, even, I promise you, like, after this interview, 
I mean, I, I, I will be hoarse and I'm already oh, no. like a little hoarse. No, 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 it's, it, that's life. Thank you that, for your oh sacrifice. Yeah. Oh my God. No, it's life, but everyone has their thing. Everyone has their things to do and to work through and get over. But it's just, there's a proper way to speak. There's a proper way to sing this and do that and blah, blah, blah. And it's just all about retraining and relearning and just, yeah. And a lot of going back and bad habits to break, but also new habits to form. So that's what it's all about. So that's pretty much that. I was trying to make that quick, but I absolutely, I never make it quick. So, you know, this is the place to not make it quick. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Have, well, you're welcome. We'll get into my segments in a second. I do have a segment called quick thoughts, but also okay. the name of the segment is quick thoughts, but these are never quick. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, huh? yeah. we'll get into that yeah. appropriate. <laughs> um, but yeah i wanted to ask because you unless i'm missing something you've only released singles yeah no full so album actually yet? is that in yes. the future are you working on that or are you just kind of focused on just doing singles um, honestly, that's a great question. And I'm, let's see if I even have an answer for myself. Um, so yeah, I've actually never released, I've never released an album and I, I've only released an EP once. It was the very first thing I released. It was five songs. Um, but since then, oh my gosh, like last year or maybe it was the year before, I think I released like, I think I released nine or eight or nine yep. singles and they were all meant to be part of an album because I think of them like as an artist, like they are a work, they belong together. You know, there was a time where I released something every two weeks and those were all, I think of them all together. And I, yep. you know, I did all the art black and white and it was all very similar. Um, and they belong together because they were all written together and they were all written along the same sentiment. But as an independent artist and also someone that just, I'm sure anyone that's a creative can understand, like, there are so many beautiful things about releasing something as a work, as an album, you know, because like, you know, like I said, it's like, oh, this was a period. This was a time. This yeah. was a, a whole movement of feeling, you know, ups and downs. Um, but then also, like, the thing about releasing an album, first of all, as an independent artist, it's just a hard thing to do. You know, it's like... You know, I've worked, you know, a year and a half on this and then I'm going to release it. And as an indie artist and I don't have the budget um, of like a big label backing you to keep you relevant for all, the next like two or three months. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm, you know what I mean? Or whatever. It's like, okay, I'm releasing these 10 songs that I've worked on for the last year and a half, put my heart and soul in it and it's relevant for two weeks, you know? And then it's like, okay, I've run out of fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so only the people that discover it within the two weeks are, I mean, obviously it gets better, but I mean... Anyway, as, as far as me releasing singles, I always say I'm going to release an album. But to be honest with you, like from the artist's perspective, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this song means so much to me. And yes, it belongs with all these other nine songs, but I really want you to listen to this song. Like I don't want you yeah. to pass over this song and I want you to listen to it and I want you to listen to it again. And I want you to hear these words. And did you hear this lyric? And did you hear how I did this? And it's not like a self-fulfilling like thing. It's like a, do you feel me? Like, do we relate on that? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, can we, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sharing that with you. And I just, as, as someone that agonizes, like, I mean, I'm not one of those people that can sit down and write a 45 minute song. I absolutely can. I've never done it. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it. It takes me months to finish a song. Like, and that is the truth. And so that being said, I'm like, I want you to hear every single thing. Like there's a purpose between ev behind every single lyric or phrasing or reason I did the melody like that, like listen to it intricately and like intimately. And like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Do you know what I mean? So 
releasing the single, it just, I feel like allows us to really sit and breathe in that space. And you know what I mean? As opposed to releasing the album, but then also like, I feel like I'm work. I've been saying I've been working on an album for forever, but I just keep releasing them as singles. And I have all the songs <laughs> just sitting here with me, yes. but I just don't want anyone to miss any single song on the album. You know what I mean? Because do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, but I mean, gosh, there's something what? so special into listening to albums because as a child growing up, I would wait and wait and wait and wait until my, favorite artist dropped an album and I would run to Best Buy or something actually buy the physical CD sit through you know look through all the album notes look through all the pictures read all the lyrics and then it would be so fun to find the one song that I really like connected to that was never on the radio and I felt like I was a special yeah. you know had a, you, you you are a different kind of fan because you know those different songs and you know stuff like that so but you know I think that I am going to the truth is I I'm going to release an album. It's going to include some of the songs I've already released because I want people to know the vein I was in when I wrote all this song, all these songs, um, including the ones I've released and not released. Um, Sweet Love of Mine and I Follow Love are the ones that I've released. But I want them to know like, hey, these are a package. Like these belong together. These are all about the same thing in the same vein so people can understand that movement. And then also just, there are a couple songs that I can think of in my head that I'm like, you know what? That's an album. That's for the fans. That's for the ones that really want to go through and listen. So yeah, yeah. so there's that answer. I don't know if that was part of the quick thoughts, but uh, no, 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 so no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, there was, cause I, I've seen the trend of, you know, I think it, it used to be like you make an album because people would put a vinyl on, start it, and yeah. start it all the way through. Or like yeah. a CD. you buy a CD, you put it in the stereo, you push play and you just listen to it track after track in the order the artist wanted you to hear it. Um, <laughs> and now everyone just makes playlists. Like I take like two of your songs and put it in a playlist next to two other songs from another artist next to two other. So that, like you're really getting these short burst glimpses of every artist. Whereas in the past it was like a giant story. It was like an hour long story now you're just like your our brains are so short like our uh, attention spans are so short that we're only willing to listen to like three minutes or six minutes of your story and not the hour that we used to like either by default have to listen to <laughs> or just the, like our choice of like our tastes in the past and i think it's just kind of the culture we live in now is that these short bursts, short attention span stories being really packed into one song instead of being spread out and told over uh, the course of like 45 minutes or an hour.
two segments I have here on the show. And it's called the Do You segment. Mm-hmm. A bunch of questions I'm going to ask. And I just want honest opinions. You don't have to keep it short. Just honest opinions. But the okay. first one is, do you trust robots? No. No. Yeah. I'm like, do I need to elaborate? <laughs> like, either way, either no. way. Yeah, I like it. However like, you want I to. Think, yeah. First of all, I love it because it's so not music. Um, <laughs> my yeah. gosh. I just don't trust them. I don't think they have their, I think they're going to take over. <laughs> like, yeah. I think, and I don't mean like freaking post-apocalypse. I mean, who knows? Maybe. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're going to take over everything and they're going to make over, you know what I mean? They're already taking over everything, robotic, everything, and they're going to take away, well, anyway, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust robots. I don't trust trust computers, so I don't trust robots. They're the same thing. It's all technology. Computers always think they know more than us and they don't and they just frustrate me. And that's all I have to say. But do do I appreciate them sometimes? Yeah, of course. I'd like to have yeah. my cake and eat it too on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And do you wash your apples? That's a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. As of recently, yes. Um, yeah. I've always been... I mean, I don't know if it's bad. I've just been so lax about everything. Like as of recently, I'm like, maybe I should wash my fruit. But otherwise I don't because in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like, I'm always like, oh, they've already washed it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's pretty that much how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, my immune system is so strong, probably because I haven't been washing my apple. But <laughs> as of yeah. now, I might wash it. I don't know. It's up yeah. in the air. I love it. And um, do you read? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I'm like technically gotcha. when I'm scrolling yeah I'm like okay I'm like well I do read when I scroll through my Instagram no I'm just kidding yeah. Um, yeah. you know what I can actually answer this and say yes you didn't ask how often but I yeah. mean due to the COVID I did reread my absolute favorite book which is a novel and that I is Jane Eyre and that was a big, fat, long book. So I can say I read. Yeah. I love reading. I wish I read as much as I used to. So that's what I'll say about that. But I do still read. And I wish I, but I wish I read more. So there's that. Love that, yeah. And um, do you cook? Yes. Yeah. Everything. I cook yeah. and I bake and I grill and all of it. And I love it. Except for when I'm so tired and I just wished it was cooked for me. But no, I really, I'm like, I really, yeah. I love to cook. Sometimes it's a lot of work, especially when I'm tired, which is all the time. But I honestly, I really love to cook. I, I really do. I love making, like, well, I'm trying to think of some of I just baked a strawberry cake from scratch. Like, that was probably oh, the last wow. thing I baked. Yeah, and it was really good. I got like a... That's awesome. Uh, a, Yeah, it was really, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. I made the cake from scratch (laughs) and I made the frosting from scratch and it turned out. And there was a couple things that I accidentally left out, but I think it was for the better. So I can honestly say it was my own individual recipe. It was really good. I also like to make, oh, what else do I really like to make? I like curry. Curry has been my like thing that I've been, Really? it hasn't something, it's been a new thing that I've tried over the last couple months and I've really liked it. So I like cooking that. And then I just like to experiment too, but a lot of times it's the same stuff, but just with different twists. But I like cooking. So, yes, that's the answer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and do you think that straws have one hole or two holes? 
Never thought about it. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two because by the end of the meal I'm pulling my straw and sucking from both ends, I'm sure. So just messing around and fidgeting. So the answer is yes. Or two holes. The answer two is holes. yes. Answer is yes. <laughs> yes. I like it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll accept. We'll accept. Um and how do you want to die? Oh my gosh. What a horrible question. <laughs> horribly I mean, awesome question or horribly <laughs> horrible question? Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm like the real answer here. I'm like, wait, I'm like the real, I'm like thinking literally like really seriously. I want to just die peacefully with absolutely no pain in my sleep yeah. with absolutely. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, first yeah. before anyone else I love. So how like 120 like years old, first. no pain. Yeah, like, <laughs> I would like to die first. That's my answer. Yeah. Um, no, I'm like, what? oh my gosh, if I had to die doing something, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to have to die doing something heroic, but it has to yeah. be completely painless. It has to be completely painless. So whatever way you want, as long as it's painless, which I know is impossible. So yeah. So I'm just going to leave my answer to first. How would I like to die? I would like to die first. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. love that. And do you think that atoms have color? Mm. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, don't they? I mean, don't you remember all those models <laughs> that we made in like sixth grade? I mean, yeah, like red, red so white, and colorful? blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely, yes. Of course. Um, and do you mm. think that taxation is theft? Oh, <laughs> I think I say yes and no. Yeah. I think that we should be, I think that we, you know, obviously like there are certain things that, Hey, listen, we're citizens, we're living here and, and, um, you know, I'm happy to pay for the roads. I'm happy to pay for, you know, schools and stuff like to help keep America, America and like, you know, wonderful and beautiful and stuff like that. But also I think that to an extent, absolutely it is because I think that, you know, I'm like, well, why are we paying for that? Or why are we not paying for that? So I say yes and yeah. no. Like, I think we have a duty to help keep our country clean and, 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 and happening and built up. But I also think that, I mean, come on, we all know all that money is not going to all those things. So yes, yeah. yes yeah. and no. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And do you prefer Christmas or 4th of July? Christmas. Yeah. But that is a very, like, that's a good question because I prefer, like, the summer and, like, being free and out. Like, I would prefer to be outside, like, running around, like, barbecuing, like, 4th of July. But, like, there's something about Christmas, like, that's just so cozy and I love snuggling yeah. and I love – there's a there's a certain smell of Christmas yeah. and there's a certain uh, crisp in the air and it's just the – I think it's the feeling around Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And also, I, I mean, Christmas is family, so – and Christmas lasts more than just one day, let's be honest. So I'm always down <laughs> for a couple extra days. Yeah. Definitely. So yes, there's that. Love that. And the last question is, um, it's not really do you, but are you ashamed of your search history? LOL. <laughs> um, no, like if I posted I it right now for everyone yes. on the internet to see, would you be embarrassed or ashamed of it? 
Honestly, no, I would not. But I am trying to think of. I mean, I'm sure I've asked Google a lot of really stupid <laughs> questions. Yeah. I mean, so that in that sense, it's like, come on, like KB, you should know better than that. But I think that's what we resorted to. I'm gonna say no, but I might have some explaining to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> why you want, you, know, like, you know what I mean? Okay, that's hear me out on this one. Okay, there's a story behind this. Uh... <laughs> I love, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, please, please, I'm justified. Yeah. So I don't get too close, but just for a moment I'm too close. It's just a feeling at most that I want to remember. I'm too close. It's just a reminder, but it's too close. If I Yeah, so this is my quick thought segment, but also they're never quick, so don't, not too much pressure. But uh, okay. I'm just going to say some things, and I just kind of want, like, your first take opinion on it. Okay. Uh, so the first one is dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. I, yes, that's it. That's my yes. favorite. No, I, I, I absolutely love them. That honestly has to be one of my favorite things I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there might be some um, – I just went to, like, the Natural History Museum with my boyfriend, I think, I think last year, like, at the end of the – towards the end of the year, and it was, like, predominantly dinosaurs, and there was a lot of things that we would argue or debate about, you could say, um, yeah. about how things went down. But I love dinosaurs, and I think that was my favorite segment, probably one of my favorite segments in elementary school, that in space probably, but – like, I like the long necks. I like the track. I mean, and come on, we all lived through the age of um, Land Before Time. So, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how can you not be a fan? I love dinosaurs. <laughs> I say yes. Yes to dinosaurs. I vote yes. yes. Sweet. What about guns? Hmm. <laughs> you are asking some questions. <laughs> I, I, I think that I, 
yeah, you know what? Yes and no. Yes. No, I, I think, gosh, I wish that we lived in a world where guns didn't even have to exist and, and no one even knew what the word gun meant, you know, because I don't believe anyone should, you know, die at the hand of a gun, you know what I mean? Um, but I do think that, you know, it's, it's important to, you know, have, have freedom. You know, I mean, we live in a country where, you know, I'm not saying I agree with every single thing, but I feel like if we start imposing on certain freedoms, then it's going to be a trickle down effect. Um, I think that there should be a lot more, oh my gosh. I mean, and this goes for everything. I think there should be a way harder vetting process to, um, to maybe get guns and stuff. But what does scare me about maybe abolishing citizens having guns is that it it would just be scary to say, yes, some people can have them and some people as in like the government and the militia can have them, but we citizens can't like, I think that would get to, I think that that might present some scary circumstances, but that is, that does not mean that um, there's a lot of things that need reform for that to happen. But it's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. How about the moon? The moon, the moon is a great thing. Um, good night, moon. Uh, <laughs> good night, moon. Yeah. Um, I think would it be pretty freaking cool to step on the moon? Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I'm scared of a lot of things, but I don't think that would be scary to me. So hey, if you want to yeah. take someone up there, I just I, I'm the kind of person that's like, hey, yeah, cool, let's go to the moon, but can I be back before dark? That's how. <laughs> I don't want to spend a lot of time up there. I'd love to go, but. That's about it. Well, it is technically dark up there on the moon. That's true. I just want to be back before. I'm like, you know, I just like I was like reading in. I was reading all of the, um, you know, they just launched the the Falcon or whatever, and those people. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, when are they gonna be back? Like this week, next week? And it was like 118 days. And I was like, wow, yeah, I can't handle that. Yeah, <laughs> can't handle that. Yeah, I got stuff. But I mean, maybe when you're, yeah, like maybe when you're up there, it's a different thing. But that would make me get a little anxious, but you know, that's why we have people that are there for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what about birds? Hmm. That's also an interesting little subject. Yeah. You know what? Birds are birds. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of them can be pretty fact. cool. Yes, fact, some, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Birds are birds. Um, yeah. Uh, some birds are very beautiful. Some birds are, you know what? I like birds. I like their song. You know what? So my, my third grade teacher used to call me songbird, and I'll take that as a compliment because yeah. birds do sing, and I think that's so cute. I was just visiting my grandma last week, and it really cracked me up because there was a bird outside cooing, and it was making a noise that I hadn't heard because we don't have that kind of bird out here. And she was like, oh, that damn bird. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, it was hilarious. It cracked me up, and it gave me a laugh. And so I'm always down for birds. I like bald eagles. I like owls. Yeah. And so, yeah, sure. Birds are good. And they also give me a laugh. They also give me a laugh. I think it's so funny when people are annoyed by birds when they're just doing their little thing. I love birds in the morning, you know? I mean, that's that's one of my favorite things to work up to. Yeah. So there you go. I have a running feud with birds. I hate birds. That's hilarious. (laughs) I don't, I can't. I I love the songs. Like if you record the songs and play them, like if there was just music, like birds chirping, like a soundtrack outside, I would love that. But the reality of there actually being the birds there annoys me and bothers me. Yeah, like, nope. 
Yeah, I don't Definitely like not. Oh, that's <laughs> they eat I the can, crops. I they poop honestly, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They do. You can't cuddle that them. You can't play with them. They're not like they you don't really fetch. So you know they don't. <laughs> that was my original thought in my head. I'm like, well, well, I mean, I don't think I would choose to have a pet bird, but I didn't want to say that. But, <laughs> yeah. but I do love the music is beautiful. I do love the music. Yes. Some of them are very pretty. That's like cool. you look at like a majestic like cardinal sitting on a tree, like yes. building a nest. It's pretty, pretty beautiful. You know what? And speaking of birds, cardinals, go cardinals. So yes, I love birds. Oh, wow. I'm a St. Louis oh, Cardinals no. fan all the way. Oh, my, oh, wow. Thank you for saying that. Uh, this interview is over because I am actually yep. a Chicago Cubs fan. So get out of here now! Oh, why didn't we talk about this earlier? We talked about pineapple. And stuff. Yeah, this interview I mean, is, is null and void. There's a ten point checklist. It. You have to agree with me on absolutely everything. Otherwise, I cannot be your friend or associate with you at all. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Bye. Love it. What about makeup? Wow, that is also a very fun question. You know what? I think makeup is a form of art as well. And I yeah. think there's a lot of things that can be expressed through makeup, you know, and you can have a lot of fun with that. But me, myself, like, I I don't ever want to feel like I have to put makeup on to feel beautiful. And I honestly, like... Yeah. Real, I mean, gosh, I don't know anyone that doesn't. I mean, everyone's always their own work critic. Every Everyone's always their own worst <laughs> yeah. critic, of course. Um, and I just don't want to feel like, you know, I, I put on a bunch of makeup for a shoot or I put on a bunch of makeup for a show and it totally changes the way I look. Like, I want you to know who I am with and without makeup on. If I, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, and, and, and so, gosh, Oh my gosh, this is like, gosh, you could like interview me on this for like an hour. I'm like, how do I even like, <laughs> so you know what? This is quick thoughts. So I, I'm just going to say that. I'm like, you know what? I think makeup is fun. And I think like, heck yeah. If you want to put on some freaking purple lipstick, go for it. Is that you? Obviously it's not your color, but it's an, it, it can be a form of expression, of course. But when yeah. people start really, really doctoring and I think that, you know, that's, it's, it's an, it, when people are dependent upon it, I think it's sad because I think that really everyone is so beautiful and honestly yeah. you're it's the hardest for you to see it your own way you know your own self but um you know I mean I think it's it's there it can embellish you know and bring out what you already have but I don't think you should try to change the way you look with makeup you can embellish the way you look you know you can embellish yeah. some things if you want to elongate your eyelashes okay sure whatever you have them anyway you know whatever but um I don't you know, when people really change the way they look, I think that's when we can get into trouble just in a sense where, you know, I, I hope no one thinks that they have to do that to be accepted. But also I just think of the younger generation and the um, standards and looks that we're really pushing right now or that are really amplified right now. And it makes me just a little worried for the younger generation thinking that, oh, I don't look like that. Well, it's like, obviously not. You don't have any makeup on. That girl doesn't even look like that either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. so that's the only thing I worry about. But no, I mean, makeup can be, and you see it in different cultures too. Like makeup can be used as a form of art and expression, you know, how you paint your face or, you know, stuff like that. And I think that's fun. I think that's fine. So go for it. <clears throat> yeah. Love it. Yes. Um, and what do you think about Black Mirror? 
Oh my gosh. I literally, okay. Um, I'll tell you exactly what I think about it. <laughs> I watched, I watched like, I think I've watched two full episodes and I've started one or two and I just can't, it, I am so like, it like hits that nerve with, it just hits, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it, but you know, I am so emotional. Like, and I can't even deal with my emotions. I'm like, I don't ever write. Like I have to be the only musician that does not write in the dark. I can only write if the sun is up because it just gets too real for me when the sun goes down. So I'm like, Black Mirror, obviously way more intense. Like, I can't even watch it. Like, someone was like, like, someone was like, Katie, you should watch This Is Us because it's so good. I watched the first album. I can't do it. It is too real for me. It hits too many emotions. I cannot watch it. So I basically yeah. watch Friends in the Office and that's it. Black Mirror, no. It's too, I cannot dive into that. For me, ignorance is bliss and maybe some people will, you yeah. know, judge me for that. And you know what? That's fine. But I know what I can handle <laughs> and I know what I can't. But this is what I will say about Black Mirror. And I love that you asked that question. I honestly, when the whole COVID thing started and the quarantine, I literally was like, this is actually, I don't know if it was me. Maybe it was my boyfriend. I don't want to take away his credit. But I was saying something like, this is like, this is like a weird twilight zone thing. You know, we were all off of our jobs. I mean, come on, this has never happened when the world shuts down. You know what I mean? We closed down for a pandemic. And um, I'm like, this is like a weird Black Mirror episode. That's what it felt like. Like, that's what the COVID felt like to me. And like, you know, we're all, it's like a weird twisted, it was a weird twisted like joke and test. And I don't say that lightly because I know it's a very serious thing, but I mean, in the sense, like, you know, if you looked at it from a different angle, you know, all of us always say, oh, I wish I had, if I had more time, then this is what I would do. Or if I didn't have to go to work, then this is what I would do. Or I wish yeah. that I didn't have to go to work. Or I wish that blah, blah, blah. And in, in a weird, sick way, we all got what we've asked for. Oh, if I had more time, I would read this book. If I had more time, I would learn a language. Or I would learn to play the guitar. You know what I mean? And then it was that weird Black Mirror episode where it's like, you know, no one in this world ever thought. I mean, I never thought I would that, that we would stop working. I never thought that yeah. the government would pay. You know what I mean? Like, I never thought any of the things that would happen would happen. And that, so that being said, I'm like, this is a weird black, this is a weird, sick, twisted joke. And it's all going to be like, Hey, what did you do with your time? What did you do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah, so that, that's how I felt about it. So that's how I feel about black mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All of the COVID was just one giant filming of a black, a very intricate, elaborate black mirror episode. Yes. That's what I was like, <laughs> They're going to release it next punk? year. Yeah. We're all yes. going to be, <laughs> we got punked and it was all the, the film. Yeah. Episode. We were all just, I mean, come on. I mean, it's just so surreal. I'm like, this is not really happening. Is it? But it really, it really is. So it's black mirror. We are living black mirror. <laughs> well, um, similarly, what, what, what are your thoughts on tiger King? Oh my gosh. That Carol Baskin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I literally, oh my gosh, the Tiger King. Wow. That was the beginning of COVID, right? I mean, that's what we're all yeah, going to remember. <laughs> yeah. That was what everyone I, was talking about for months. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know what my problem is. Like, because I'm literally like sitting here going, I mean, here's the deal. Do I think it's so like, I'm so like back and forth. Like I'm so backwards. Like, and I don't know what they, cause I'm sitting here going, watching the show. Like, Oh man, like, did she do it? Probably. But then again, I'm like, but then I'm like, Oh, I feel so bad for her. I'm like, well, why do you feel bad for her? She did it. I'm like, but what if she, you know, I just like, I'm Wait, so what if back she and forth. Actually do it? I just or don't it? know. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't know, but it's just stuff that you absolutely can't make. What do I think about Tiger King? I, I think yes. I love everything about it. It was freaking hilarious. My absolute favorite thing about the Tiger King, though, is the memes afterwards. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. 
it's just you cannot like Sky that's didn't... stuff that you can't write you cannot write that that <laughs> you know what i mean that was just what it was I'm like, that was funny i'm like you know that was a highlight that was a quarantine highlight I, <laughs> I still actually haven't seen it oh my gosh i feel like i have because i've seen so many memes and heard everyone talk about it like i just know i know it all about it now <laughs> I literally like the one like show I've I like I feel like I've seen it without actually seeing it you know that's so funny it's you yeah that's probably true but then again <laughs> you have to watch it and yeah. I remember hearing about it and then I watched it and I was like oh my gosh this is nothing like what I thought it was and when I watched the first episode I was like oh my gosh am I seriously watching this and I thought that when I watched the second and then the third I'm like am I really watching this and it was one of those things that it was just like it's yeah. just you can't look away it's so bad but you can't look away and Honestly, like, I think it was a nice reprieve for everyone, especially at the beginning of the COVID, where I think tensions yeah. were extremely high because there was so much uncertainty. And then you watch that and you're like, oh, my gosh, I, you know, I thought my life was crazy. Like, this is actually someone's like, this is like, OK, things are even COVID seems a little more normal now compared to this. So, yeah. <laughs> but you you should watch it. But don't don't expect to get those moments of your life back. But you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do we'll do um well and i guess what do you think about 3d printers i i think that they're pretty cool but i don't yeah. even understand them i think about them all the time <laughs> like that's yeah. something that you like go on a road trip about and you just find yourself staring out the window and you're thinking about 3d printers and you're like wow like how does that work yeah but i still don't because in my head like in my head like do I really understand? Do I really grasp it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I fully understand it. I just remember, hey, yeah, you type in the code and then it just prints out this. And then that's really what I understand it to be. And so I honestly don't, I, it's one of those things where I will not believe it until I see it, but I hope, yeah. you know, I, I know it's, I know it exists. So that's how I feel about it. But it's, it's an anomaly to yeah. me. It's an anomaly Same, to yeah. me for sure. It's just so new and like it's it's changing. It's just constantly evolving and changing and developing. But it's kind of weird though. It's kind of one of those yeah. things that makes me a little uncomfortable. And I, don't know <laughs> I don't know if it's the robots I don't are taking it. over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It goes back to your first robot. Just well, I think, think you know. I don't know. Yeah. I had a conversation the other day with someone about um, like when we're like when we're grandparents or great grandparents, our like grandchildren are gonna ask us like. Like mommy, dad, or grandpa, grandma, what, what was it like when you couldn't just three D print something out? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, what, what, what did you do before three D printers? And we're like, well, you know, there was these things called grocery stores, and you had to yeah. Go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there were these things. There was a, there was so a company true. called Target, and you had to go and park there in the was parking a company lot. Called Target. And <laughs> you had to go shopping. You had shopping carts, and you would, you know, put food and stuff in I, your I cart. I cannot. I'm like, and that it's gonna be like, alone. We're ninety. We're just literally gonna be like sitting in our houses, like printing everything out. I can't. It like makes me uncomfortable. Codes, like, I, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. As of this moment, I hate the idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. But tis the reality, robot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about Bitcoin? Also, something right. I don't understand. Yeah. But. Same, man. Gosh, I remember, like, I had a friend. Yeah, I'm like, I had a friend, especially when the Bitcoin, like, currency went crazy up. He had something in his 
apartment that was just like working and spinning and generating Bitcoin. And I remember sitting down across from him and I'm like, I need you to explain this to me. And he <laughs> really seriously explained it to me for 10 minutes. And I seriously have absolutely no idea what it is. So I'm like, you know what? That's just something I'm going to have to live without. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's where that is. I just don't understand it. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, at some point, people, you know, if that's a reality, like I'm not saying I'm not the brightest and I'm not the stupidest. So at some point, somebody <laughs> that knows less than I am is going to have to understand it too. So at that point, they'll have figured out a way to dumb it down for me. So when that comes, then I'll, then I'll jump into Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the last question I always ask is what about Kanye West? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I just, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, my last, my last, um, thought about Kanye West is I just bought a couple pairs of Yeezy slides and resold them. So oh, really? I'm happy with Kanye. I'm like, I'm happy. With Kanye. <laughs> He's making me some money. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I should not be saying that. <laughs> what are you Yeezy know what? slides? I, are those shoes? Yeah, they're actually kind of like sandals. They're weird, futuristic oh, really? looking sandals, to be honest. And actually, they did really well, but you know, really? whatever. I liked the colors. So, um, anyway, as far as Kanye, to be honest with you, like, I always, I, you know, it's just so weird. Like some, I don't know what it is, but there's always people that do weird things that for some reason I'm like, you know, I am team Kanye and I'll tell you why. Like, yeah. because there's something about somebody that just does what they want with no inhibitions. And I, that doesn't mean you have to stand by everything, but I, I admire that, you know? And I'm like, you know what? Cool. Because you, you are fearless and you are saying some things and doing some things that I, you know, might not even agree with, but gosh, you have no fear. And I have fear to do things that aren't even like that sometimes. So yeah. I think that, um, you know, I want to be respected and I want to have the freedom to say things and I want my opinions to be heard. So I, with that same admiration, have respect for anybody else. And you know what? I think Kanye is, I like his music. I think he's a great musician. I like, I liked his Sunday services. I liked what he did um, over the last year. Um, I liked his album. I, you know, I, I think it's cool. You know, he, he really um, stepped outside of what he normally does. And I mean, anyone that's fearless like that, I think there's something to be learned from them, whether you agree or disagree with them. I don't think that matters. I think, you know, there's lessons to be learned in all of it. And so, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm down with Kanye. I'm down. I like him. <laughs> I love that. So I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> He's always evolving too. It's like just give it, give it like he's three months, evolving. and he's gonna be. <laughs> you're gonna love him in three oh, months, sure. and then three months after that, you're gonna hate him again, and then three months later, you're gonna love him again. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I don't I? There's definitely been a roller coaster ride, but don't. Like, if, there's a, if there's a Kanye headline, you better believe I'm clicking on it. Absolutely. So, definitely. Absolutely, I'm clicking on Kanye's it. Kanye's trending I on do, Twitter. I, All right, let's go. All right. Let's I know what I'm doing that. for the next half hour. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, you know what? All right, Kanye, let's get it. So Kanye is Kanye, and you know, he just he just does what he wants, and there is something. There's something admirable in that. He does freaking music. He does whatever kind of music he wants. He says whatever he wants. He does shoes. He does this. He's like, oh, let me try that. And I'm like, you know what? Sure, I want to try that too. Like, I should be able to try whatever I want too. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Whatevs.
Kanye. <laughs> wasn't he supposed to run for president this year or something? I'm just kidding. I think next. But wasn't he? I'm like, wasn't he? 2024. Like, I think he's oh, going to run. I'm like, Kanye 20. Yeah, that's true. Kanye 2024. Okay, after, we'll after, see what happens. We'll see. I think if Trump loses, he's going to run again. <laughs> Because I don't think true. I don't think Trump can like walk away. But if Trump wins you're right about that. and he can't run again, I think then Kanye will run for president. <laughs> and then we'll be having a lot more conversations than just 3D printers, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I always have one final, final question, but before we get to it, do you have any like plugs or shout outs or do you want to tell my fans where they can find your art or any upcoming art stuff you have going on? Yeah. Yeah. That's thank you for saying, or thank you for asking. So if you guys are interested in any of the music that I do, other than just me knowing that I like pineapple on my pizza and I, <laughs> you know, resold some Yeezy, yeah. I, um, yeah, so I am releasing a new single in the next month and a half. So look out for that. Um, by the time this airs, it'll probably be within a couple weeks. So look out for that. You can find me on all on all streaming platforms or anywhere music is sold or streamed. Amazon, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. I love Spotify. Um, and anywhere else. Um, I, gosh, title, all those things. You can find me on there. Um, and it's just KB. And I always say KB like maybe. So if you don't know how to spell it, it's just yeah. K-A-Y-B-E, maybe with a K. And then follow me on Instagram. Like I really, really, really like love to communicate with anyone, you know, fans, friends, followers, family, or people that just want to share thoughts. I really am pretty good about that because to be honest, like I said, art is connecting with people. And so I like to do that. So come follow me on Instagram. It's the KB. Anything, anything, um, if you get on any platform, it's always ZKB. So if you're a YouTube person, although it's ZKB music, you'll be able to find me. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's always ZKB. So come find me on ZKB. Listen to my music. You know, I create it for all of us so that we can yeah. connect over feelings and stuff. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, definitely check out. The, the best place to just find everything is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash dkb yes you're that. right thank you you know better than me <laughs> well no, no no i love that but i i 
Yeah, I love I love you. I love all the plugs, and I love that all the plugs can be condensed into one thing. That's like yes. so perfect and brilliant and smart. And yes. I need to yes. get my life together and do that. Get it together. <laughs> Sweet. Well, my last, last, last question is: Did you have fun? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my Perfect. answer is yes. I really honestly yeah, yeah. did. This was it was really fun. It was really fun for so many reasons. Well, also too, it's fun to be social again and talk to people, even though we are yeah. um via what I, it's just like, oh yeah, communicate with people because we've all been quarantined for so long. But to be honest, it was fun to talk about other it, it was fun to talk about other things, you know. Thank you for asking me about my music. But also yeah. like it's fun to talk about other things because these things I never talk about. And sometimes like yeah. even whether I'm talking about, you know, whether I'm promoting music or not. Like no one's asked me about robots or dinosaurs in a long time. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I figure I'm the guy so, that yes. like, if you want like every other interviewer is going to ask you a million questions that are probably all the same about you and your music yes. career. I'm yes. more like, I want to know who you are. Like I want to I like, love that. know what you're about and what you like and what your philosophy is and what, you know, what your sense of humor is like, like. So I'm kind of the the niche alternative to like all the other interviews that you're gonna do. <laughs> the I, more professional, real <laughs> interviews. I'm like, I think you got more info out of me than any other interview. I've done a lot. So good. Yeah. Well, job well done. Yeah. More importantly, yeah. you had fun. That's the that's the main goal here. Is to have fun. <laughs> it is the main goal. It was the only requirement. <laughs>